drunk mythology friends i'm Kay, and i'm the other jen and we're the drunk mythology drunk gals. mythology gals <laughs> what the okay, hell that time you I, de- I deliberately started late and then i sped up to see if i could catch you and i had to like i i was done before you started <laughs> And then I just kind of drug out. Gals. I never said I had good <laughs> reflexes. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Ah. See, you're you're getting into the whole role of filling in the gap we have. I'm a goddamn a people bit, pleaser. A little bit longer with OG, <laughs> um, with this big project that's still sucking Building. up all of her time, and it's yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, apparently she's not here today because, uh, knowing her father and his mad scientist propensities, because we love her, her dad, um, pro- mm-hmm. someone probably got singed because, you know, fireworks. Oh, is he <laughs> into fireworks? Uh, I wouldn't say he was into like the official kind of fireworks. Uh Oh, you know, and, and it's not like he'd ever done anything. He he w- He's the type who would just be like, you know, if I wanted to get back at my neighbor for letting his oh dog God. poop on my lawn. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, you know, like, and this is how my dad and he would spend, like, Sunday afternoons. They would, like, talk oh. for hours coming up with these crazy schemes. Like, sometimes it was a business idea. Sometimes it was, like, yes. um you know, uh, I pick up the bag of poop and I encase it in a flammable thing and then I attach it to a fire. Like, that's the sort of thing that they would get into. Oh, so, fun. And I yeah. see where you and OG are obviously, you guys didn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> the product of, yeah, uh, I see that evidenced <laughs> within our Discord group. Yeah, you know, on a regular basis, <laughs> frequent, not regular. to say that we discuss anything that we would actually ever do. No, Kim keeps us honest. <laughs> Darn it! What <laughs> fuck are you talking about? You keep us honest. The rest of us, you're a nice person. The rest of us are. Well. No, like when we're talking about trolling other people, and Kim's like, "No, we can talk about it here." Oh, she's just spelled. doing that from a liability perspective. But we do not go out in the real world and execute these jokes that we are talking about. <laughs> no, we don't. But <gasps> but it would be so fun, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, can't we? She's poke got the window bear? replacements coming up. She does not have bail money. No, she doesn't. <laughs> so. <clears throat> That, uh, speaking of shenanigans and things going boom, uh, that brings us to, by the time this episode airs, everybody will be hungover from the 4th of July. Okay. Because it's next Tuesday. I mean, the the 4th is next Monday, but this episode is next Tuesday. But also in July, we have- Getting my days straight here. We have the 14th of July, which is also Bastille Day in France, which is basically (gasps) their Independence Day. No way. That's the day Lucy flies home from France. Oh, man. She can't delay it by like one day. Um, If she can change. Oh, shit. They're pretty much. She gets kicked out of the dorm. 
can she Airbnb it for one night? Because, oh my God, the Bastille Day is fabulous. Because you know what? Unlike the Americans who are like, let's just pick a day. The French were like, let's go burn some shit down. And this was the day that they stormed the Bastille, the uh, old French prison, and freed all the, um, you know, it, it wasn't just like nasty people in that prison. It was debtors. It was, you know, homeless people. It was horrible. So they're like, let's burn this shit down. And they did. Oh my goodness. And so that's their day of, uh, you know, where they have their bleu blanc rouge, uh, fireworks. Okay. Blue, white, red. I, I was I was getting there. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, I got the red. Lingo had gotten that far. Yeah, I uh, got. Also, I didn't know blue, but I knew blanc and rouge. But and you were just a little faster than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, Bastille Day, July fourteenth. Also, uh, it would have been my dad's ninety second birthday. So, oh wow! Yeah, and of course, he was born on a day when the French decided to like throw the. F- flip the fucking table (laughs) right appropriate yeah very appropriate and um one year my mom got him a bastille like a a place de la bastille keychain for his birthday so (laughs) and i've turned it into a necklace now so um but what is more iconic than ending the festivities with a bang um and so today we're going to talk about banging or rather things that go bang okay wait Okay. <laughs> Could go either way. I, Knowing me, obviously, you would take the other way. But today, it's fireworks. Oh, duh. So, uh, I'm tired. We get, I, I know. Before we get started, yeah. uh, sacrifices to Odin this week. Oh, I've got a good one. Okay, so first of all, this morning, I had another mom field trip. Mm-hmm. And that was... Actually, it wasn't a bad field trip today. The she was very just quiet. Um, with I've mentioned this before, she has various forms of dementia. Yeah, going on with her or dementia coming from multiple causes. Am I saying all that right? People understand what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, um, we had overcast cloudy rainy weather this morning and Mm -hmm. her dementia tracks with the weather Mm. sunshine she's at her best if there's sunshine out and this this somehow correlates science does not understand it very well yet something in the brain there is a correlation with sunlight and the symptoms mm-hmm. well of also dementia. our color response like you know we yeah. respond differently to blue and yellow and green than we do to gray yeah yeah and so and this is also where you get the term sundowning mm-hmm. when later in the day people who struggle with dementia that's usually their weak times of the yeah. day where they're most forgetful anyway so she was actually very quiet on our field trip this morning because she's just there. She was just there. Mm -hmm. And so that was actually a blessing, not as much of a sacrifice. Yeah. But here's the sacrifice. 
tomorrow morning, of course, tomorrow morning of the time we're recording this, by the time this drops, this is all done back right. home. <laughs> um, I get in the car for a 10 hour car ride with my husband and Violet. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And that's just Sam. <laughs> oh my God. And he's the one driving. <laughs> um, I'm sitting in the passenger seat going, can you please stop tailgating? 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 <laughs> so there's, I mean, it's you just might as well ask the ocean not to be wet. <laughs> <laughs> he has said himself, he has admitted he is an aggressive driver. Well, he grew up in New York. He didn't drive until he got to rural North Carolina. It's in the oxygen. Okay. You breathe it in. <laughs> it's how you're raised. Oh, so yeah. I'm I'm already having anxiety over before we even pull out of the garage because I'm gonna be racing for the driver's seat. <laughs> is it really a race? Is it, it is. It is. It yeah, is. Yeah, but I mean they're gonna be rest stops like you can always do the switcheroo there uh, yeah yeah i yeah, yeah. well well it's... i will be expecting reports from the road well if there's silence that means i'm in the driver's seat gotcha so, but if you get messages it means yeah <laughs> <laughs> it means i am saving your marriage by taking the, the anxiety <laughs> yes gotcha so but that's my sacrifice to Odin this week. <laughs> um, I guess mine has been uh, continuing uh, chaos and mayhem in the backyard. Uh, right. We've Eric has now broken up all the cement, and I've started moving stuff around that hasn't been moved in a couple months, and. Like, I'm not talking lawn furniture. I'm talking construction things because we've had gotcha. multiple construction projects going. So we've right. got piles under tarps and then there are things under tarps uh -huh. that crawl out from under the tarps. And I'm not talking about the lizards. I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. We can stop. You can just. Yeah. yeah. So. Z z z <laughs> yeah, it just. I, I even when I shower, I just feel like a thin layer of grime. Ugh. Yeah, I can't wait for this to be done. But yep, you know it will. Yeah. It will all be done eventually. Like by the time we're ready to sell this house, <laughs> that we have that same joke. We'll get this house the way we want. Perfect. It yeah. The day before we put it on the market. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like like oh. that's uh, when we <laughs> sold our place back in Boston. It was. Yeah gorgeous like fresh paint yeah. like everything right. was fixed i was like god damn it <laughs> right <laughs> but anyway just got it the way we wanted it yeah 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 so what are you drinking tonight um i'm going for a slightly a, a change of pace i am <laughs> not doing my jack right now because i also have to cook for the family right um and I am drinking Bloom Cucumber Blackberry Wine Spritzer. Say In what? Fact, I'm about to crack it open. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Let's see. I don't know. Oh. We're going to hang on. And... Oh. 
It's is that disgust- not? It's disgusting. Oh shit! Oh Do my we god! Need to pause. So oh god! Oh else. shit! It's so bad. Oh fuck! It's so horrible. Hang on, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Pausing. <laughs> <laughs> magic of yeah. Pausing. Yep. I am back. I'm yeah. still keeping it light. Um, Eric got a hard seltzer from True. Oh, okay. So it's a lemonade one. I know this is trustworthy, and I figured out why I was so disgusted by the other one. Okay. Because it's not a seltzer base; it's a wine base. Okay, you're not a fan of wine. I, I like wine by itself. Wine uh, need cucumber and blackberry added to it. Like <laughs> I thought it was like a vodka base or, you know, a malt base. Okay. Here we go. 2.0. All righty. Um, let's see how this one tastes. All right. Have you had this before? I I've, haven't had this flavor, but I've Uh-oh. had this brand. It's from the same pack. So. Okay. We're waiting. We're waiting. Ah, it's fine. Okay. It's like Sprite, actually. It's pretty oh, good. All right. That might then. go down a little too easy. but Too easy? But, oh, you know, it's only 5%. Only. <laughs> Look, it's 5% compared to what do I usually do? Um, Jack I, is like 70. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all there right. we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, I I have water. <laughs> I understand because you're you've got to get up and like get shit moving in the morning. You're done with your day on the East Coast because this yeah. is uh, drunk mythology gals at night. Yeah, this is we, like we're we we're generally, creeping up against my bedtime. I know, and uh, you know, thankfully <laughs> this episode. Oh shit! I just uh, dropped Did the tab. Just... <laughs> into the... Oh my god! <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> If anybody anyway. didn't understand what she just said, the little tab, the little pop tab, she just dropped it inside the can, in the drink. A little aluminum never hurt anyone, as we will find out. Oh, well then. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead with the disclaimer. I think, I think we're, yeah. Do not drink and drive. Cars, chariots, eight-legged horses, fireworks displays, nasty wine spritzers, Bastille Day <laughs> keychains, whatever. Don't do it. Fireworks. You took your own notes. I'm so proud of you. I did. I, I actually notes. was trying to take notes for you as well. And I see that now. <laughs> Ancient <laughs> French prisons, tailgating cars. Yeah, the tailgating cars. That's a good <laughs> one. Don't, Don't drink those. Don't drink and tailgate. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> All right. So let's get started. A long time ago, when the world was young and hadn't invented the fucking wine spritzer. So we're actually going to start with a wee bitty sidestep into sort of a history of chemistry. (gasps) Yay. Because it too involves things going boom until we learn better. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. And um, it's remarkably funny, the story that we'll get to it where your daughter uh, shared a video today. And yeah. I'm like, yes, go boom until we figure it out. (laughs) But first, a few definitions. So fireworks are designed to produce four types of effects. 
in different combinations, sound, light, smoke, and sometimes floating materials such as confetti. Awesome. I love confetti. I know you do. Do you know I still every now and then find a piece of confetti from that goddamn birthday card from two and a half years ago? Anyway. Ah, that brings me so much joy. <laughs> of fireworks are red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, and silver. silver fireworks okay. are divided into two classes based on, uh, you know, where they actually explode. So you have okay. ground fireworks and you have aerial fireworks. Got it. You also have shit, shit, shit. I am on fire. Ow, I just burned myself fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the unofficial category. <laughs> well, that's that's sort of the mobile ground firework. <laughs> you fucking run for the hose. Um, that's why I never really liked sparklers because like every once in a while you'd get the sparkler that you know, kind of like pricks your hand. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that. Did I reveal too? I don't like that. Did I reveal too much about myself by saying that? (laughs) Moving on. Carrying on. (laughs) Interestingly, I discovered that aerial fireworks use propulsion either from a rocket or a fucking mortar shell. No No wonder it triggers PTSD. Because when you are watching those big fireworks, like what we're going to see on Monday everywhere, this is like big mortar shell shit. Oh my God. I had no clue. I didn't either. Oh, wow. The more you know. (laughs) (laughs) I I was Uh, about to write down a note. Kim, we need the more you know sound effect. Yeah, if it's not copyrighted. But we've already (laughs) tried before and it's it's copyrighted. We can't We'll figure something out. Um, So the structure of the firework hasn't really changed from when it sort of, the invention of it took its final original form like you know what I mean like people experimented way 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 back when and then eventually they arrived at the correct shape formula contents etc and while it has you know materials have improved or changed or whatever the basic model is the same so you start with a flimsy super flammable shell like pasteboard or paper You fill it with a mix of kindling materials, usually known as pyrotechnic stars or stars. And these are like little chemical and mineral compound pellets that are mixed in varying combinations to produce different effects, colors, and shapes. Oh. Oh, And the shapes have names. When I see a smiley face firework, is that what you mean? Yeah. So some of the names... Cake, chrysanthemum, dahlia, fish, horsetail, uh, multi break sh- shells, noise related effects, palm, peony, ring, Roman candle, salute, spider, time train, willow, farfalle, and tourbillon. Wow. Okay. So, willow, I, I feel like I know what that one is just from the name. It's yeah. like a willow tree. Those are some of my favorites because it goes up. And it pops out, it explodes into a circle, mm-hmm. and then it's like a sparkly little trail 
as it go falls down and it's just like this wavy like a willow tree and it's yeah I love those <laughs> those are some of my favorites <laughs> <laughs> so um I actually hang on I there there is a picture of the little pyrotechnic compounds that I just remembered I wanted to put in here Oh, okay. Do you want me to read this little sec? I see you have me reading something next. Do you want okay, me to read so, that yeah. while you um, grab your picture? Yeah, while you do that, uh, would you okay. please explain the chemistry of a star, that pyrotechnic star that I spoke okay. of? Okay, so it looks like we have the four ingredients, um, a fuel, I guess Kate's going to tell us more about what that is, an <laughs> oxidizer, which is a compound that combines with the fuel to produce intense heat. Ooh, mm -hmm. yeah, you need that. Then you have color-producing salts when the fuel itself is not the colorant. Um, oh, that's interesting that the fuel could be providing the color. Or um, then you have the fourth item, a binder which holds the pellet together. So mm -hmm. each of these little tiny stars, you have a whole bunch of these little pellets called stars. Yep. And this is what they're all made up of. Kind of makes me think of like a cell where you have the, mm -hmm. what is it? The oh, My kids are going to just yell at me for forgetting. You have the nucleus, you have you. the cell wall, you have. Yeah. And that, yeah. that's as far as I got. <laughs> right? Okay. But basically. Yeah. Um, or atoms are what I was thinking of. You got protons and neutrons, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that. I think it's more of a cell. Okay. Yeah. So you got your fuel, oxidizer, color salts, and a binder to hold it all together. Mm -hmm. And now and my brain's I, thinking I, of, you know, baking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're basically baking an explosive. <laughs> yeah, it's baking is chemistry anyway. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It, it's a funny mix of chemistry and faith. <laughs> okay. Because you have to have faith that. Like, I think the hard part for a lot of people with baking is once they put something in the oven, mm -hmm. they're like, but, but how do I, 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 I'm not in control of it anymore. It's the oven's oh. job now. Interesting. I, I, there are people who just don't like baking because of that. But anyway, um, oh. I actually managed to put in the picture of the little pellets. Oh, these are cool looking. They, I'm trying to, got to zoom in as I always do. Um, <laughs> these look like metal rabbit food or rabbit pellets. <laughs> one end or the other. Pick on one. the left, <laughs> on the left, you have what goes in and on the right, you have what comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I'll never unsee that. Thanks. Right. Thanks, You're Jen. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's the best description of these different shapes. But they're not big. They're like... No, they're, they're they, about the size of what comes out of a rabbit. Yeah, and they're shiny. They're different degrees of shiny. Like they're super mm -hmm. shiny down to completely flat, you know, right. bright yeah. aluminum to black. And yeah. that comes from the different chemicals. And yeah. um, I took a screenshot of the Wikipedia page that talks about the chemicals. Um, okay. And I just put it in there because I don't want to go into all of it. But 
I thought this would be a kind of a funny story because, you know, it's not a conspiracy. It's just a coincidence. But Mm -hmm. I think you had a, a little brush with things going boom today. This was crazy. I, I just, I popped in to the notes to see what you were working on because mm-hmm. you were sounding like you were struggling with just your brain was just running out of gas. And I'm like, okay, let me go see what she's working on. I bet it's better than she thinks it is. And <laughs> I'm like, and then I see the topic up at the top is fireworks. So yeah, full disclosure, I faked my surprise when you said fireworks. Yeah, at the beginning but of the you know, but, um, <laughs> it's fine. So um, <laughs> uh, earlier this morning, I was messaging with Lucy and I was like, miss you. Would love to see some more cool pictures if you have anything. She sends me a video. I Again, I wish I could share this with everyone, but she's just, she, no, she would There's not probably be probably cool. a, a comparable thing on YouTube we could find. There probably is. But what she sends me is a video of one of her instructors, one of the professors, doing a little demonstration with copper. And so he has a piece of copper wire with basically a blowtorch small blowtorch like like that you'd use for a creme brulee (laughs) well (laughs) maybe not the kind the little crappy little pocket butane clicker (laughs) a big butane (laughs) go to go to home depot buy one it's you know it's not like we don't have uh, a a selection of blowtorches in my house i get it yeah yeah so anyway they're in, the, they're in the lab and they've got the instructor's got this copper wire and he puts it into the flame and you see the fire, the, the color of the flame off of it. If I'm remembering correctly, it's like orangey yellow, like mm-hmm. fire. Well, then he picks up what looks like just a piece of clear plastic sheeting, like, like a credit card, but it's just clear. Right completely clear and he takes this hot copper wire and just starts poking holes through this clear piece of plastic and he's using words that i didn't understand also the volume wasn't great on the yeah um but he's using words that i'm like oh okay um (laughs) and he's saying so we'll do this and then we're gonna put the copper back into the flame so he puts the copper back in the flame and Holy crap, it's bright green. And it's like, and you even hear all the kids in the room going, (laughs) and so essentially what he had done was he had put chemical from that plastic sheet onto the copper wire Mm -hmm. and that whatever that chemical was, was turning the bright green. And as Mm. the burned off, you see the flame basically go through a rainbow back down to the orangey color Mm -hmm. of where it was before. And even the kids are saying, it's like a rainbow. (laughs) (laughs) This the rainbow. (laughs) It was so freaking cool. And his point was that, you know, this is one method of testing for this particular chemical Mm -hmm. 
being present in whatever it is you're working on. If obviously fire has to be an appropriate testing mechanism, but it anyway. Right. So Lucy sends me this video. I watch it and I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. I wonder if that has any relation to the colors in fireworks. She says, ta-da. It is. It does. It is. It is related. I'm like, boom, I get a gold star sticker. I get a gold and, star sticker. And then she said that, you know, she texted me and she's like, I got a gold star. I'm like, no, you get an exploding gold star. An exploding <laughs> gold star. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, um, I think that's awesome. And I, you know, it's another one of those weird cognitive dissonance things to me because my brain is you know, somebody mentions like chemistry 102 or 201 and I run screaming. Um, But to like be learning science in a foreign country, it's so cool. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. I think of learning humanities when I go to a foreign country in that language. So it's just so cool. Yeah. So also I live Googled and I think the it's called the copper wire plastics test or something okay but oh uh, okay i peeked ahead at this chart you have mm-hmm. chlorate that's what he was testing for chlorate and at yep. the very end he says this is how you can find out if there's chlorine present yeah. So that, and that's what he was doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause the copper compounds produce blue colors in flames. Okay. And uh, yeah. So anyway, so now that we're all speaking the same fiery language, are we? <laughs> uh, uh, well, we're, we might we're be speaking at least it, but we don't understand three weeks it all. into Duolingo fireworks. <laughs> okay. I'm, Maybe only one weekend. <laughs> okay, we can we can order a coffee and ask where the bathroom is in terms of fireworks. There you go. <laughs> and that's kind of where some of the knowledge stays because I found a lot of sources and sites and groups devoted to the art and practice of fireworks, like legit industry associations. They have competitions. Oh, yes. Yeah. And... But the actual history side of it mostly seems to be patchworked together from the same handful of original sources. Mm. Like nobody makes a deep study of fireworks and the history of fireworks. Okay. You know, there might be an article here and, you know, a couple paragraphs in a book there, but it it's all, you know there may not just be enough material for anything more than that. So um, I used an article from National Geographic and of course, Wikipedia and, you know, chased down some rabbit holes for the basics. Yeah. Um, So in the beginning, some nameless Chinese man on one of those long, dark, ancient nights without late night TV, the internet, or even Netflix got bored. He was probably up and keeping watch and there was a pile of dried bamboo next to him that he had been too lazy to clean up. So doing what we all do when we are bored as fuck, he picked up one of them and threw it in the fire just to see what would happen. Okay. And it went bang, fizzle with a couple of sparks. And frankly, that was pretty fucking amusing. (laughs) I can relate to this. (laughs) Or... 
There was a rager of a drinking and dinner party going on in some high-end brothel. And things got crazy when, as people do, they started to bur- uh, they decided to start burning shit for fun. I and, can also relate to this. <laughs> yeah. And when they discovered that bamboo made a cool bang fizzle spark, well, they just started burning everything. Oh, wow. In any case, we can't be 100% sure of the actual moment. Someone was like, ooh. Right. But we can be 100% fucking sure it wasn't aliens. <laughs> it is never aliens. <laughs> Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, I did know that uh, fireworks originated in China. I had yep. heard that. And I just, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So the first reference to deliberate burning for a light and sound effect comes from around 200 CE during the Han Dynasty, which is considered ostensibly the founding dynasty that sort of unified the disparate regions into a more cohesive pan-Chinese, pan-Sino regional culture. Um, And that's another podcast for another time because, oh my gosh, I love Chinese history. Okay. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Studied it in college. Uh, So for comparison, this is 200 years after the burst of Burst of Christ. Burst, birth. Mary same did thing. kind of burst. Okay. Like, she did. Let's be fair. <laughs> um, the Romans at this point were large and in charge with their empire. Uh, the Mayans were just settling down and starting to crack their knuckles and think about, you know, how they could mind fuck everyone in a couple thousand years if they suddenly had their calendar end. But right. first, let's figure out what a calendar is. <laughs> you know so they were they were in the they early were playing state. the long game yeah they were <laughs> just getting started like because the actual like calendar part that we talked about in one of those hot drunk news episodes was yeah. really 800 900 whatever but um because you didn't always have bamboo to hand and sometimes you just had to get your firecrackers on uh the use of bamboo gave way to paper cylinders filled with gunpowder Oh, okay. Yay, humans! How the fuck did we survive this long? <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gunpowder. Yeah. Yeah. So, by the Song Dynasty, which is around 970 uh, CE, you had street vellers. Vellers. Gosh, wow. <laughs> it is. This is why we generally don't record our main episodes in the evenings. Right. <laughs> You had street vendors selling strings of firecrackers that we now uh, that were now constructed of the paper casing, gunpowder, and timed fuses. Oh, okay. Timed fuses. My understanding is that's just the long. That's string. the length of the string. Right. So the length is how much time you have. Exactly, yeah. and you would you could like angle the length of a string because. Um, of the fuse because these strings of firecrackers could then be timed to go off. Pop, 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 all in a row. I love doing that. Yeah. So uh, these were called, they called them whips or whip cannons. Oh, isn't that cool? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the long strings of firecrackers and it- I love it. it. 
it isn't that an awesome I didn't want to yeah. try to butcher the Chinese name because oh, gotcha Chinese yeah. is one of those languages if you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable you end up insulting somebody's mother three generations <laughs> back <laughs> We do not want to do that. No, I've had enough friends tell me horror stories of like going to China and trying to speak Chinese and getting looks. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they had already mastered using different minerals and chemicals to create colors to go with the explosions. That is so cool. But And they didn't have just the firework whips. They launched firework rockets into the sky because the Chinese were commonly using rocket propulsion in warfare by the 970s. Wow. Okay. Holy cow. Now, yeah. 970 wow. is kind of like the height of Viking. Oh, yeah, here we are. Okay. So, you know, just to kind of give you the global where we are in the world. Yeah. Um, when now, is Fenrir again? <laughs> I, well, that my calendar is before Fenrir and after Fenrir. <laughs> BF and AF. <laughs> um, oh my God, that we, there's another thing that came to my mind. Fenrir is fuck, F-A-F. That is oh my God. F. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm putting that on a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, he'd be like, oh my God, is that Tempe? Is, is that a green smoothie? That is FAF. <laughs> anyway, um, in the 1270s, uh, an interesting coincidence of timing of just when Genghis Khan of the Mongols and his posse were really Ooh. getting into the groove of establishing stabilized currency exchange rates along one of the longest trade routes in the world. Um, okay. <laughs> and yeah, they might have made examples of a couple places along the way, but yeah, but they had good reasons. Okay. And legit. <laughs> is that another episode? That, that is, like a that is, that is a deep dive. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, I know the name Genghis Khan and I know it has negative connotation, negative reactions yep. to the name. And so. And you know why? That's all I remember. Because we passed down the, the impression of Genghis Khan from the, being the loser writing history. Genghis Khan kicked the West's ass. And I think that's why it's negative. He was exactly. like, he was a bad guy. Yeah. But if you flip it around, anyway, he, he was a badass. Exactly. Kind of like okay. Ivan the Terrible or Ivan the Terribly Awesome. <laughs> okay. All right. That'll anyway. be a deep dive. <laughs> yeah. So in the 1270s, you know, we get the first written evidence of the Arabs acquiring the knowledge of gunpowder. Okay. And they also refer to, um, they, you know, we get the sense that they clearly got it from the Chinese because they refer to, you know, the Chinese fireworks. They call them Chinese flowers. Oh, isn't that pretty? Oh, I love it. Yeah. And then because Europeans just can't leave well enough the fuck alone and Arabs can't help poking the bear back, <laughs> actually just think of this relationship like my dog's bandit and meadow. Yeah. Um, 
white men got really excited and wowed by the art of fireworks starting around the 15th century because they kept invading Arab countries and Arab countries kept kicking their asses back out and then they'd try again and, you know, goodness, uh, you know, you bring home a couple souvenirs from war, whatever. Um, And fireworks actually became a very well-established part of European culture very quickly. Um, there's even reference to fireworks during Henry, one of Henry VIII's marriages in the 1430s, I think. I think it was Anne Boleyn. He had like this oh. massive fireworks display. But cool. the fireworks were only one color. Oh, because, well, they, they didn't know how to make the different colors? They got the flashbang boom. Or, okay. But they didn't quite understand the color thing. Got it. Okay. So French author Antoine Caillot in 1818 said, it is certain that the variety of colors which the Chinese have the secret of giving to flame is the greatest mystery of their fireworks. Oh, interesting that in the year 1818, it was still a mystery. I mean, I think by then they had developed like some basics. Yeah. They just haven't experimented. I mean... Any culture that, you know, before mass industrialization, you know, is trying to play catch up on a technology, you know, okay, the other culture right. is going to be way, way ahead. However, and and this doesn't have anything to do with like sour grapes or, or prejudice <laughs> or anything or being on the losing side of the fireworks history, like we just discussed with Genghis Khan. Um, other Jen, will you share oh. with us the fact that there was always a critic? Okay. The English geographer, Sir John Barrow, 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 circa 1797, wrote, the diversity, oh my God, I'm tongue twisted. I know. The, <laughs> it's, it's like past bedtime. Right. The diversity <laughs> of colors indeed with which the Chinese have the secret of clothing fire seems to be the chief merit of their pyrotechny. Okay, I didn't even understand Basically, that. he's like, yeah, they have colored fireworks, but it's just because they've got colors. What? Yeah, he's like, the the chief <laughs> merit of their fireworks seems to be the fact that they've got more colors than we do. Oh, so they're saying, yeah, their fireworks aren't all that great. Yeah. They just have it in different color. They, exactly. But they don't, their bang is, doesn't measure up. It, 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 they're like, we've got just as big a bang. We just don't have as many colors. Right. Okay. Got it. Got it. I read petty. that. And I'm like, really? Bitch, sit down. <laughs> sit down and suck a sparkler. There you go. <laughs> don't do that. Nobody do that. No, no, no. <laughs> um, fireworks came to the United States and obviously became meshed with our celebration of Independence Day. Now, interestingly, two of our oldest fireworks companies, Grucci and Zambelli, had already been exploding shit for a while back in Italy uh, oh. before the families emigrated to the U.S. in the 1870s and the 1890s. Okay. You know, when we hated Italian immigrants as dirty uncouth and taking all the jobs from the Irish who were previously the immigrant groups that everybody hated and considered dirty uncouth right. and taking all the jobs from blah, blah, blah. So yeah. yeah. 
yeah, nothing is new. Nope. Um, <laughs> speaking of Italy, <clears throat> there is a town in Italy that has mandated by law that they change all municipal fireworks to silent fireworks because of noise trauma. <gasps> wow. Yeah. And, oh. uh, you know, living in Boston, like right on the water, like I used to see the Boston fireworks and we had booms all night. And my poor oh, old dog, Denny, yeah. hated fireworks, Aww. hated them. Yeah. And um, so, you know, this is this is a really good, sensible, sensitive move. On the other hand, another deep dive for another day is the fact that the noise of the firecracker is part of what's supposed to drive away evil spirits. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. We'll have to dig into that. Yes. So, on the other hand, noisy fireworks are responsible for animals, both wild and domesticated, panicking and running away. In fact, it's like one of the biggest days of the year for animals to get loose and be reported missing. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And they get hit by traffic. They get tangled in fences. I mean, Fenrir is just shaking in his corner. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think he... Fenrir's been through the end of the world. He doesn't like boom. Okay, maybe. But <laughs> but then you also say he's he could be sitting there going, I've been through worse. And he has swallowed the sun. The, there you go. He did suck a sparkler. <laughs> right? He did suck on a sparkler. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so um but also birds can be frightened away from their nests and never come back leaving their young who can't fly to starve in the nest or be eaten by Fenrir. oh wow okay see i think fenrir is getting pissed off over noisy fireworks i don't yeah. think he's scared i think he's irritated annoyed and mm -hmm. irritated yeah and so, um, you know, the smell of fireworks, it's probably um, best if you don't inhale too deeply because that's literally some heavy metal smoke. Whoa. I like that smell. I do You're telling too. me it's bad? Well, it's got not, not really. Stuff in it? it it's so they, there's a reason you want to use professional fireworks companies for large displays and sure. it's a reason why they continue to develop the chemistry of fireworks because all the bits that you see falling through the sky, they become little microscopic bits that get into topsoil, groundwater, and bodies of water that have fish. Oh. <gasps> oh now, course. technically, okay. the amounts of all of this should be low enough that it's not going to kill you if you stand okay. there and you breathe it in. Right. I mean, we've stood at fireworks displays right. for how long? And we didn't, you know, get yeah. wiped out. And, <laughs> you know, we've all been like, wow, that is one sulfurous firecracker. <laughs> um, and and the fireworks that you get at home, they're, they are very strictly manufactured, if you get them from a proper company, to be super low pyrotechnic and very <laughs> generally pretty safe if you don't like go and fuck off with them and like be like bamboo here let's toss it in the fire and see what happens right um, right right so yeah. yeah take all your chemtrails and conspiracies and put them right back in the box labeled pandora do not fucking open <laughs> but just because it inter it's interesting you know it's 
it's a almost a what a homeopathic uh formula it's beautiful but it's deadly it's beautiful but it's deadly it cures it kills it cures it kills um there are trace amounts of arsenic barium chlorine sulfur and aluminum oh wow which brings us full circle back to my can and the aluminum in your drink <laughs> i don't know if you can hear it the little the little tab is rab- rattling at the bottom. So that's it. They fucking I can't end. hear it. Yeah, I don't hear. And we'll be back right after this with questions and shit. Yeah. Now return to the Drunk Mythology Gals for part two. Questions and shit. So I um I mentioned Boston and mm-hmm. I lived there for like 20 years and uh I've seen the fireworks from all different angles. Mm-hmm. I've been at the Boston yeah. Pops concert for the 4th of July, which was amazing. Cool. I've been on um the bridges because the bridges span the Charles River, which is where, you know, all the fireworks take place. And they have these yeah. giant floating barges out oh, in the middle neat. of the river. And they have to set up a perimeter where all like the people with their little day boats and pleasure boats and sail you know, sunfish boats and whatever, they have to like stay back. Um, There was one time where uh, some colleagues and I snuck into one of their office buildings and went to the top floor to get literally the best fireworks I've ever seen. And the last place I lived in what in Boston was in East Boston, where we had a roof deck and we got 360 degree panoramic fireworks from Boston, from uh, Brighton and Brookline and Cambridge and Somerville and like all the little tiny towns that make up greater Boston all had fireworks. And that was the 4th of July. And that was um, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve was fucking cold on that roof. Like everybody in the building, we'd run up, we'd huddle like 15 of us on the teeny, teeny, tiny landing (laughs) that was there. Somebody would be like, go, go, go. We'd run out, pop the champagne, watch the fireworks, and then run back in. <laughs> but um, I also, back in my salad days, when I interned in Washington, D.C. for a summer working at a pu- public relations agency, I was part of the PR event staff for a Capital Fourth. <gasps> How cool. Yep. Like, and what did you do? So before the show, my main, um, my main job was coordinating interviews between the, uh, performers and the media, and then also calling the, uh, different, uh, TV newspaper, TV guide, uh, you know, I guess, I don't know if they even still have them, but it was basically your channel guide in the old days that came in your newspaper. This is the 90s, okay? Yeah. And uh, making sure that they would cover it and they would carry it as a listing and, you know, providing them promotional photos. And then on the day of event, of the event, like I was there to, you know, guide people around and, you know, connect the entertainers with staff and reporters with the entertainers and at one point I worked as a bouncer oh for the VIP gate awesome which had the nicest portalettes and everybody wanted to use them 
that's why I was bouncing people. I was like, I'm sorry, you need a specific. And like, these were like the big guys from Virginia and like Maryland who came in and they're like, I want to use that portal. (laughs) I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't let you do that. (laughs) Um, But you know, this reminded me though of when I do my winter solstice celebrations. Yeah. And we burn the holly. Yeah. I And I want to go back and watch that video now and see what color the flame is. Yeah. And I see you wrote down sparks in the notes. Yeah. yeah I want so to go watch that again. <laughs> it, it's actually not so much the color because it's, it's a typical like yellowy orange, but the shape of the holly, sort of that pointed end of the leaf and the oils in the holly cause a little bit of a snap and there's a little tiny spark of a flame that shoots up so yeah you know it it really does symbolize like you know you are burning off all your bad luck from the year and sending it off into the ether (laughs) to land on someone else Um, I love it yeah but yeah so so what would be your favorite of all the fireworks displays you've seen around the world does any one stand out as memorable i mean i don't generally like fireworks (laughs) oh i know it's horrible but i just they hurt my eyes what the the contrast the the contrast of the super bright light and the um the explosion and the darkness, it just, for some reason, really um, stresses my eyes out. Wow. I can watch them for like a few minutes, like especially when they're just getting started and, okay. you know, it's not too, too crazy, <clears throat> yeah. but the finales are very hard for me to watch. I appreciate them as beautiful and works yeah. of art, but I... Yeah. I mean, I kind of have to say I have loved the New Year's Eve fireworks in Boston best of all. Gotcha. Because it was cold and right. weird and the whole building was just partying all night and right. like so including it's... my lovely Russian neighbor who yeah. always made this weird potato salad <laughs> every year. <laughs> and you know uh the dogs were running all over the building and you know it it, we were like murders in the building except we didn't kill anyone oh (laughs) (laughs) only murders in the building yeah um how about you say it's a similar similar thing the fireworks display itself doesn't stand out but Mm -hmm. i can i can remember more of the the whole day experience and the just things that had nothing to do with the fireworks that stand mm-hmm. out. I was at one of those Washington D.C. You were? Um, I was. It was. When? It w- I'm sitting here trying to remember. It might have been 1998. Okay, so that was just a couple years after I was there. I did it in '94. Yeah. Maybe I don't think it was ninety seven, and it might have been ninety nine. 
So it yeah. was either 98 or 99 that I was there. Probably more like 98. Mm-hmm. And then I have, um, I remember going back to Washington, D.C. for mm-hmm. New Year's Eve mm. for 19, ringing in the year 2000. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. I was on a rooftop in Boston. <laughs> um, I don't remember the fireworks, but I remember being out there on the, the lawn or whatever they call it. I don't mm-hmm. Whatever the place. The mall. Um, the mall. There we go. I remember being out there on the mall with my one of my best friends. She and I just went up there just for oh, the weekend awesome. to make the trip and met these two foreign exchange kids who uh-huh. it's they had a bottle of champagne and they're like, drink with us, drink with us. And we're like, sure. It's a millennium thing. Let's do this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it was, yeah, I, the experience more than the fireworks. Um, what else? There's, I've seen tons of Disney fireworks. Yeah. I've seen that plenty of times. Fourth of July and not on Fourth of July. Yeah. I mean, don't they have like a fireworks show almost every week? Um, I'm not sure what they do these I mean, in the before times. Right. (laughs) Fires in Florida have become more prevalent. We talked about that on a recent episode when we were talking about, you know, the climate change and stuff. Yeah. And I think they have kind of scaled back on the fireworks a bit. Mm -hmm. So they're not doing it every single night. Um, But there was a time where they were. Right. I feel like there was. And um, what else? That's... But it, you know, it is interesting, though, that what we remember most is sort of this maybe fleeting set of visuals. And it's so deeply associated with memory, very specific memories of celebration or friendship or community. And that's a very interesting anthropological phenomenon that, again, should be its own deep dive because, I don't know, we're going to end up dealing with Jung, some old Frenchmen. Um, Yeah. I mean, I wrote papers on this shit in college. Like it... And they say a, a liberal arts education is useless. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know. Uh, so we hope everyone will have had by this point a safe and happy 4th of July. And yeah, in the United know, States. And in the United States. And that, you know, we're all Americans. Right. You know. Yeah. It's all- a, we had to remind Lucy. She's like, oh, Monday's 4th of July. Yeah, kiddo, the French, that's just going to be a normal day for you. Yeah, that's going to be a Monday. The French call that Monday. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a Monday. And she's like, but it's, oh. Yeah. (laughs) Took her a second. (laughs) I remember a big thing among when I was an exchange student in Paris for uh, the fall semester in college, they, all my friends who were American exchange students were like, yeah, my family is making me make a turkey. Oh my goodness. And they're like, where do we buy a goddamn whole turkey? <laughs> like the, the French were just like, okay, yeah, there's turkey, but we, you know, there, there isn't this flooding of the market with turkey in right. November. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, luckily I didn't have to do that, but my friend Marcy did and 
I went to her place for Thanksgiving and apparently a French version of an American Thanksgiving involves a lot of red wine. That works. That's we could probably take a lesson from that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, we could also all just take a lesson from a little Gallic Gallic shrug like you do you, be you. Like Yeah. Just don't be a dick. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> That's that that is my single philosophy. Just don't be a dick. Yep. Absolutely. So, all right. There we go. This that was, was the episode. <laughs> yeah, this was fun. Um, okay, I hope it was. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's chemistry. It's yeah. I like mm-hmm. this. And getting into a little bit of history of yeah know, how the how the fireworks made their way from China to the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. and you know things going boom. Right. <laughs> and we got our new we got our new phrase that I'm going to have to start working in. That is Fenrir as fuck. <laughs> I'm going to be, while I'm on this this trip, I'm going to find something like a vegan smoothie and I'm going to take a picture of it and I'm going to send it to all of you in our oh little Discord boy. group with the caption, this smoothie is Fenrir as fuck. You know, I'm I'm still rolling in the aisles. And if uh, about your uh, comment on digging up ancient aliens, like how do we know this is Troy? And it's not just like any town turkey. <laughs> and honestly... If you haven't gone and listened to our episode <laughs> um, on digging up ancient aliens, we live up to our name yes. and we we get angry and inebriated and pretty ranty about mythology because it's not yeah. aliens. It's never aliens. It's not. It's not. And Odin doesn't even leave us alone over there on somebody else's podcast and haunts us with technology problems over there too. So. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> that's the story anyway. we're going with in the meantime <laughs> we got our Fenrir mention in and I don't yes. know what I'm doing next week like I have to go cook dinner now <laughs> right I have to go to bed yeah all right so in the meantime subscribe yourselves to our social media scrolls we're on Instagram at drunk mythology gals on Twitter at Drunk Myth Gals. On Facebook at Drunk Mythology Gals. On the web at <laughs> DrunkMythologyGals.com, where I'm catching up slowly but surely with our Not to Scale posts, showing awesome. you guys all the pictures that we put in our notes. So catching up and getting there. Uh, <laughs> part of the reason I'm like, Bleh, right now is because on Patreon at Patreon, Patreon.com slash Drunk Mythology Gals. We did an epic three-hour lit crit episode last Friday, Saturday. It was, no, it was Sunday. Shit, it was Sunday. We recorded it two days ago, three days ago, today. I don't don't know know what day we were. Time is a fluid concept. So yeah, but yeah, (laughs) three hours of lit crit. Yeah. Um, You can also (laughs) send us email. We're we're checking it at least once a week. <laughs> gals at drunkmythologygals.com. Yeah. So. 
And special thanks, as always, to Sound Effects Kim for putting the top spin on our sound. And thanks again to all of you for joining us. Please subscribe, leave a rating or a review, and tell your friends and family about us, especially if they're like, huh, I just got all this bamboo lying around. What if I stuff it with gunpowder and throw it on a fire? Let's see what happens. It's a good time for everybody. Finally, always remember, if the gods can behave badly, so can you. Thank you.